Welcome back. This uh, is hi. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, please. You, why were you just doing like spirit fingers cheer? I was from saying high? we're recording, and I was trying to be quiet because I like how you introduce everything and everyone, and then I interrupted you. I think this is episode 27. You would know. 27 of we should do that. We should have an of number, like how many there but that's will an be. That's an end date. I don't want a wall. No walls. That's reference to previous podcasts. See, I was paying attention to you. What about those people who do listen? By the way, thank you for listening. We absolutely love it and appreciate it and respect you for it so very much. What about those people who listen to it asynchronously? Like maybe they just see a title and they're like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. Because I do that with I other do that podcasts. All the time. Yeah. I, I haven't gone back to the my favorite podcast to the very beginning and listened straight on. I had, it would drive me crazy. So for those of you who are just popping in, this is uh, maybe episode one. Could be episode five. It really doesn't matter what. There's no. There's no boundary here. Well, if they were just popping in, they've already fallen off because I, I'm rude and disrespectful. I interrupt. People love your self-deprecating humor. Yes. Hi everyone. Welcome to this episode of You'll Die Trying. <laughs> so depressing. A special thank you uh, to someone who makes what could be a depressing situation less depressing. And Nathan, I'd like to hear you say a little bit about our friend and our podcast sponsor, Robert Edge of Kentucky Farm Bureau. You know those people in your life that you want to surround yourself with people who are better than you and you want in your company because you want you know good people in your company. You are like the company you keep. This is that gentleman. Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance is a protector of those and those things that I love. Home, auto, life. He is there for me and my family with life insurance, for instance. We just had our new baby. Consider life insurance. If you are considering life insurance, please be sure to give Robert Edge a call. He is the man that you need to have take care of your family. You can reach him by calling 270-929-4215 or emailing robert.edge at kyfb.com. He is an agent. He's big on commitment. I can vouch for him. I can vouch for Robert. Robert, thank thank you. you. Thank you, Robert. talking about today i want to say thank you uh, first of all for all of our sponsors and thank you for all to all of our listeners and uh, as a special thank you to our listeners i'd like to offer a wonderful podcast today yes absolutely i think it's really endearing that you think of our listeners every episode it's kind of cool it's really cool because we are grateful for it and i think you can lose touch of that you know we are growing ex- exceptionally well if i might add i can't get over it it's nuts, and it's still fun for us, and I have to remind myself, you know, like, I, I want to keep it fun. I don't want it to ever feel like a job, although it is to the point where it's becoming a job, but not a bad, it's in good a bad work. sense. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun work. Anyway, I think it's great that you continuously thank people, so that's awesome that you're doing that. So what are we talking about today? Well, I'd like to talk about um, helping people understand, uh, and by people, I mean me. 
Because if we haven't figured it out yet, most of this stuff that we talk about is stuff that we both know that we ourselves either want to work on, need to work on, or have thought about one day maybe beginning to start thinking about working on. And today I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about core principles. Okay. Those values and beliefs that guide our lives like a star for a ship if you don't have GPS and you're in the 1300s. He is pointing to the sky so dramatically, star, and then he slowly lowers his hand, a ship. His eyes are shut. <laughs> they are. That was real. Okay. I was in it. That was magical. I like that. I think uh, we should have recorded that. Filmed it. <laughs> Speaking of which, at the beginning of the year, we are going to be having video podcasting. That will probably just totally demolish this podcast. Pretty sure that's the end of us. <laughs> that is the end. This is episode one of one of the video <laughs> podcast, You'll Die Trying. No, it's the same format for you who are listening on your various uh, platforms, Google Play, Apple, iTunes. Uh, by the way, we have Apple Music as a family now. Unbelievable. I know, right? Uh, so wherever you get your content, this is going to stay the same for you. However, if you are uh, lying awake and you have your phone, tablet, or, or laptop in bed and you're trying to go to sleep, you'll be able to go on to YouTube and watch our podcast where they will be filmed for your viewing pleasure. Yep. Okay. Sorry. So I wanted to talk about um, how the fact that uh, your internet, our internet, where we are right now is down. And also, I want to talk about... Um, Mine's up. Sorry. Creating principles or understanding what our principles are. Go ahead. You first. I don't even know what you're talking about yet. What are your guiding principles? What are... You mean like... Your core beliefs, your core principles. I believe that every person is deserving to be loved and cared for. Therefore, I do my best to do that. Okay. That's a guiding principle in my life. Okay. Okay. All right. That's one that I can think of. Maybe we should alternate. Okay. Yeah, you go now. I'll just start making stuff up that I think. Uh, So, uh, a similar one for me is that every human being has inherent value, worth, and dignity and should be treated as such. Yeah. I, so that's pretty similar to yours. I was going to copy off you again, but then I just realized if we spent this entire podcast just passing the same thing back in. Okay, so I'll go second so that you so that I'm not always stealing from you, which is what I always do. No, you don't. No, I didn't mean that. Basically, I, was, I read your journal and that's what gives me the content for our podcast. If it weren't for you, I'm, we would just be sitting in silence. Our second one is, I think you should always... Always be yourself. Be yourself, someone once said, because everyone else is already taken. I'd much rather be a first-rate version of me than a second-rate version of someone else. That's what Judy Garland said. Judy Garland, who played Dorothy, who is Liza Minnelli's mother. That was mind-blown when I figured that out. Yeah. So now you're mind-blown. Yes, Judy Garland. Fake news. Liza Minnelli's mother. That's insane. Be yourself. You're 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 uh, waiting on your number two to come. Yeah. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn for number three. Okay, I think that another driving value, core value, principle thing, something, delay, hold the fort. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's happening? <laughs> you know how people say, have you ever been in a conversation where people are noticeably delaying the inevitable or pushing it further so they can think of something? Pretty sure I'm in that situation. <laughs> you are totally in that situation. I don't know. I'm drawing blanks. I just think, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Me. All right. All right. I got one. I have one. Me I have don't one. read good. <laughs> I have one. I have one. So the first one was that human beings are inherently worthy and have dignity and value on their own, right? Yeah. Second one was be yourself. Third one for me is... You cannot change anyone except for yourself. Yeah, that's it. That is a good one. I think. Was that your third one? No, that wasn't my third one. But to add to that, I think it is good to expect nothing from other one, uh, anyone, and you will not be disappointed. I think a friend of mine named Doctor Carroll told me that. <laughs> no, expect that's nothing. A good one. Yeah, expect nothing from someone, and you will not be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got one. Okay. Uh, and and I'm this one is not original to me. Uh, and neither is the one after that or the one after that. You really have that many more in your head? Oh, yeah. What's wrong with me today? Well, it's just probably because of the nature of, of what I do. This is a part of the conversations I have with people on a daily basis. You said that literally. The people you have conversations with That is with an excuse that you have made for me at like seven podcasts. Well, but. the people you talk to don't talk back often. That, that, but what? I, yeah, you're right. So one is, you know, the golden rule. And uh, I just wrote a column about this actually for our local paper messenger inquirer.com you can look me up but then they make you pay if you want to read it let me know i'll send you my password um but you can expect every religious tradition to abide by the golden rule you know the golden rule is is this love your neighbor as yourself do unto others as you'd have them do unto you there it is there it is there it is the uh, first one you said was the greatest commandment greatest commandment uh love god and then love uh, your neighbor as yourself. The second one that you said, yes, that's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So my value is that plus the silver rule. Okay. Silver rule is don't do for others what they should do for themselves. I love that. That is so awesome. Can I ask, I want to add to that because it just made me think, on my mini feed on Facebook, which Facebook can be a rabbit hole of just stupidity, there was this guy asking for an olive branch. Okay, he and his wife and their child are behind on rent. Is this someone you know? No, uh, he. I don't know how we're friends on Facebook. So if you have to go by, we're friends on Facebook, then yes, I know him, supposedly. Uh, he is behind on rent, and they are going to get evicted. So mm. they have this GoFundMe going. And I think what I'm getting at is you said, don't do unto others what they can do for themselves. Some people just need a hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you can also become um, enabling. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. There's a big difference between being an empowerer and being an enabler. Enabling tends to not only try to assist others, but it ends up assisting us. Like it develops this kind of codependency where I'm going to make sure you have everything you need so that you can stay like you are so that I can continue to care for your needs. So you need, and I need to be needed. And that's kind of a thing that happens. A lot. A lot. So in other words, don't pay their rent. Well, I think it's absolutely essential that we all act with uh, charity. Yeah. 
with graciousness, with a heart of service to be of support and to lift up those who are um, downtrodden. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If it, however, is your sixth time doing it, got it. You might want to ask yourself, what is the nature of this relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, you know, people do take advantage of us all the time. Unintentionally, more times than not too, by the way. Yeah. All right. What's another uh, principle for you? Just stop. Uh, Let me think about mine. See? I have one that's related to our podcast. Okay. I don't think failure is the opposite of success. I think it's a necessary part of it. Yeah. Do you think any of our podcasts or, or any of our episodes have been failures? Yes. Me too. This is episode, what, 27? I don't know. You're the number, man. No, 27. 1,000. 27, and I think 26 of them have been failures. I won't say which 26. Right. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, I don't know. I mean, we say that, but there might be one thing that somebody got out of a particular podcast. And, you know, I'll say this, and this goes back to a conversation that we had about Brent Lane. If we are doing our thing and we're being authentic, then then no, I don't think there are any of them as a failure. Touche. Touche. I think failure and success are dancing partners in the same way that I think faith and doubt are. So eloquent. I don't think that uh, faith and doubt are opposites. I think faith needs doubt. One author I like to read says that doubt is the ants in the pants of faith. It keeps it alive and moving. Ants in the pants of faith. Mm Mm-hmm. Will you just like write all this stuff down for me, even those authors I know have, but just like take all of your bits that you've kind of I've thought about doing that, writing a book of, like a book of books. Yeah. That'd be Mm -hmm. awesome. Just like your nug, your favorite nuggets from all these books that you've read. Cause I mean, you're, we're constantly talking about things and you're throwing these awesome nuggets out. I should write a nuggetography. Nuggetography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like photography with nuggets in the photographs. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> Do you have dad brain? You should have heard me in the hospital. I literally was staring at the clock and it had the hands, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a digital clock, in other words. I was going to say, old clocks have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just staring at it and the nurse was in there and she, <laughs> she was talking and I said... What time is that? <laughs> what what time is on the wall? It was like four something in the morning, and she was like, "Oh gosh, poor guy." <laughs> well, because the you know, w- is that when me, you got there at midnight? Or we got is that the no. This was the second night. After yeah, we had Navy a, was born. Yeah, we had a three day. It was there. Are some my friend and her, his wife. She had a forty hour labor. Forty four zero, not fourteen, not four. <sighs> Bless her heart. And to all of you mothers out there who are out there, you know, having babies and, and you you are the hero here. Now, I'm ask, I'm getting ready to say something and I just want to make sure I prefaced it in saying that because what I'm getting ready to say, I don't want to sound like it was about me, but they cater to the woman. Obviously, they need to because the woman who literally has just had a baby and mother baby unit, they need to have a comfortable bed. They need to be tended to nonstop, as does the baby. Well, the dad and or significant other is totally forgotten about. We lay on this... It's like a picnic tabletop with okay. a with a with a sheet on it. Okay, that's what we sleep on, and it and it folds out into the bed or into the room so as to be in everyone's way all the time. So you feel like you're an inconvenience. Does that make right. sense? Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's you're you're constantly uncomfortable and constantly feeling as if you're inconveniencing people. That's right. what I felt like, but it's okay. It was about Megan. Yeah, I mean, I've, I. I have this kind of old-fashioned way of thinking that, you know, childbirth is, is really about the mom and the baby. That's what that's what I said. Yeah. I, I don't want to get scolded or stoned for that. I t- 
totally was okay with it, really. We're not going to get a million comments saying that you're not. insensitive No, to, because no. I was all about it. And if you saw, I mean, my pictures, oh, it was, it was delivered. Yeah. If you saw all my pictures and so forth on social media, please be sure to visit us at facebook.com. What? Facebook.com forward slash you'll die trying and you can see some awesome photos. But no, it was a great, great experience. Where was I going with that? I want you to tell us a little bit about um, how you came up with the names of your children. Okay, Franklin Anderson, granddad, uh, who is no longer with us. It was 2013 when granddad passed away. We were expecting Anderson. Granddad and myself have an incredible relationship. He has eight children. A couple of his children live out of state. And they're eight, I said eight children already. Uh, it was myself and my uncle David. He really felt comfortable with us. And granddad and I, especially when he got sick, we were already were close, really bonded. And I got to tell him, just had found out it was a boy, and we're able to say, granddad, we're naming our son after you. Franklin was his, wow. it was going to be his name. Well, Megan and I were in 2000, this is real, 12, went to Louisville to Cosairs or uh, I think it was Cosairs to pick up a loved one who'd passed away. Oh. Guess what the security guard's name was? Anderson. She you, did, said, you didn't give me, just for fairness, you didn't give me time to guess. And I was going to guess Anderson. Okay, well, his name was Which, Anderson. Which, by the way, means a, son of man. Really? Yeah. Well, he was a cute little 70-something-year-old man, and Megan said, I love that name. Mm. Come to find out Anderson's a family name on her side. Franklin Anderson, we call him Anderson. Everett, Everett is just a really cool name. It's an old name. Yeah. It's just, it's very, just... I think it means brave as a wild boar. Did you Google that? No. Okay. I have another uh, a person in my life who has a child named Everett, <sighs> and it's from an uh, old English name. Well, I love it. Is, is Everett wild like a boar? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. And his middle name is Michael after his grandfather, David Michael Everly. And then Navy, uh, let's just, you know, when you run out of co- things, names that you think are cool, you just open the Crayola box and you start naming them crown colors. You just colors. throw them on the ground and then yeah. whichever one you walk on, it hurts the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Navy has a cool, it's just cool. I mean, think about it. United, I don't you think if I thought of United States Navy, you know, our our armed forces, I think yeah. of. Look, if I'd had a boy, it was going to be named Coast Guard. So I totally get it. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it, it just it just says I like the name the, Navy, the, the least appreciated branch of the of the United States Armed Services. In the your Coast opinion, Guard. oh, the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Scotland is Scotland. We we're going to name him or yeah, her Navy not, Scotland, not regardless. Scotland, not Scotland. Scotland. Yes. Yeah, one T. And I just got a text, ironically enough, that said, congratulations to you and Megan on the birth of Navy Scotland. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that will happen a See, lot. She says, on the arrival of Navy Scotland. Well, don't worry, because That's Scotland okay. is an amazing country. Yeah, well, I've never been. I think you should go. So those are the those are the names and the reasoning behind them. Gotcha. Took me a long time to get on board with Navy. I, love, I think the name's very cool. I think it's neat. Yeah. I mean, you can literally name your kid anything. Like the two twins whose whose mom loved, loved that wonderful, flavorful, low-calorie, gelatinous dessert. She named her twins Lamangelo and Orangelo for lemon jello and orange jello. No way. No, that's not true. It's an urban legend. <laughs> My friend had taught kindergarten, and she had she was given roll, roll call for the first time. I think it was kindergarten or first grade. True story, though, however. Mm. She was saying, la-uh, la-uh. L-A-Dash-A, La Dasha. 
Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Creative. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough for a kid. Yeah. I've always said that I wouldn't have a child that I would call by uh, his or her middle name. And, and we do, we do have a child. That's okay. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. So, uh, speaking of, of being able to do anything you want to do, one of the things you can do, uh, that you don't have to have help doing is to create your own life principles. And that's something we were talking about a minute ago. Oh yeah. Before we got off topic, which that's my fault. That's my fault. No, 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 no. Um, I just got word that, uh, a part has shipped and that's, that's exciting. It's time to replace the water filter in, in our refrigerator. And I ordered it last night and it's already been shipped. I need to find out how to do that because mine's been needing replacement for a Does while. Does it have the light, the, the indicator light yes. on? What kind of refrigerator is it? Can you whisper it since they're not sponsoring? Is it Frigidaire? Yes. Is it? <laughs> Go to Appliance Parts Pros. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And do, type do, in the model number. Yes, but yeah. I don't know the model number. I'm not. It's in the on house. the water filter. But it's not okay. I mean, you're not going to do it now. I want to because we're talking about it. How many? How many things have you ordered from Amazon while we were podcasting? I've done not one. I have. What did you order? I ordered a book. Oh, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> Forgiveness. Forgiveness. I want to say a word about this. This is, I think, one of the most important uh, core values for us. And and I want to say a word about uh, about Hamilton. The play that you cried about. Yeah, because we were talking about it once off mic. And I, and I wanted to tell you that if you... Have you heard the soundtrack by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who wrote a lot of the Moana soundtrack, and he's actually in the new Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins that's upcoming. Movie. But yep. he created... Hamilton on the basis that he wanted to write a hip hop musical for Broadway about an American founding father. I mean, talk about goals, right? That's ridiculously awesome. So he did. And, uh, oh, no, I'll wait. I'm sorry. I'm are, liter- you, are you going to Appliance Parts Pros right now? No, I'm not. I'm looking at our podcast right this second. So uh, he wrote and, and, and created and starred in Hamilton. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. AppliancePartsPro.com. And uh, it, it's, a, of course, a story about Alexander Hamilton. I, I think he was from Scotland. He ends up like in Jamaica. And then his uh, mom, uh, maybe adoptive mom dies. And, he, and his community recognizes that he's brilliant. He's writing like a local paper and as a teenager. And they rally around him to find money to send him to this new, you know, new country, the United States. Not the United States at that point. So Hamilton comes at like 19 years old. He's already like working in government circles and he ends up, you know, marrying and marries a sister, really loves the other sister, ends up having an affair because he's away from home and he's, he becomes weak and loses his principal and is vulnerable and it's a terribly sad story. He loses a son. I would say this is a spoiler alert, but it's about Alexander Hamilton. Who, right. You know, he's, it's, it's public domain. Right. So uh, anyway, there's this wonderful section, wonderful song called It's Quiet Uptown. And in the remixed version of the soundtrack, I think Kelly Clarkson sings it, but the, the original is really wonderful. Lin-Manuel Miranda sings uh, as if, of course, the character Alexander Hamilton is walking downtown and he's he's uptown now. They've moved. It's quieter there. Downtown, all the hustle and bustle, they moved uptown. And he talks about walking back and forth, walks the length of the city, takes the kids to church, makes the sign of the cross, prays. He never used to do that before. His son died. He had this affair. His wife has left him. And at the end of the song, where what started with, there is a grief too terrible to name, having lost a child. 
ends with, there is a grace too terrible to name. And Eliza, the wife, appears in the song on stage beside him. And she sings, it's quiet uptown. And then the chorus sings behind them, forgiveness. Can you imagine? And in that moment, Eliza forgives her husband of his misdeeds and forgives him and his role in their son's death and agrees at that time to live their life together. So whereas she had every reason to distance herself from him, she forgives him, lets go of the past, and moves into the future. I cry every time I hear that song. That's so awesome. That's so and awesome. I play it a lot. And not because I want to be sad, but because I want to, I want to know what that's like to, to realize that as somebody once said, when you forgive, you let go, you break the chain of what held you back, you set a prisoner free, and you figure out that the prisoner is you. Is you. And we talk about this previously yes. that forgiving is not for them; it is for us. It's it's at the very end of the so day. So that is a deep rooted principle. You know, putting me on the spot. Jokes aside. I can't pop them out. However, it is one that I take very seriously in that I try, I want so badly to forgive mm. those who have wronged me and ask for forgiveness for those I have definitely wronged. That's yeah. awesome. He is brilliant. I'm actually really excited to see the Mary Poppins movie. Yeah. Is it like going to be a live Mary yeah. Poppins event? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be legit. Watch it. Why? It's a, it's a musical. I'm not a huge fan of Mary Poppins. What? I don't know. I, what can I say? Why do I like chocolate more than vanilla? I don't know. I just do. I'm just surprised that you're not like first in line, to be quite honest with you. you well, have four I'll, girls. I mean. Nah, yeah. Well, you know, I'll watch it because it's Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I'm not like, you know what I'm super excited about is the remake of The Lion King. Yes. Holy cow. Yes. Coming out next year. You know that. couple of other, uh, yes. Nope. No, you go uh, ahead. No, nope. I just wanted to ask if you had any more ideas about some core values that drive you, that keep you grounded, moral compass. Uh, hash, you know when you look at a compass, with all the little marks, mm. and what keeps you on your northern bearing? That's what I mean by principles. Family first. Good. I, I buy in. Family first. It is the first thing. It is the last thing. It should when I say only thing, I mean that is on the top of the list mm. because when you are dying on your deathbed, whose hand will you be holding? I pray to God it's my wife's. Right. Mm -hmm. And my children's. Right. That's my point. God forbid that's not the case. Hopefully you will be able to be a source for that person yeah, for or have some, yeah, but mm -hmm. that's who's going to be with you. And all this other stuff fades, you know, fame, notoriety. It literally does go away. Let's be very honest. I mean, your back catalog, if you're the Eagles, is forever. You know, the back catalog of our awesome podcast is mm. forever. But my yeah. point is, is down the road, you know, when we're 90 years old and we choke on our dentures, <laughs> people aren't going to want to hear that. Yeah. So, but Megan will, Joy will, and those that love us and we love will, if we've loved them right. Right. Anyway, that's my... I'll end on that because other than that, I've already made a, a t you know, a butt of myself. <laughs> uh, you know what? You can relinquish that. Letting go. That's a huge, a huge principle Aww, for me. Thanks. And another one is laughter. We do that a lot. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Another one for me is have no envy. 
and have Are no you fear. just reading these? Because you're coming up with these really fast. No, I, I, I have a song by Joshua Radin, who wrote a song based on a philosophy that he picks up from Bob Dylan. And how you pick up anything from Bob Dylan, I don't know, because I've seen him in concert. And I what was that like? Word. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was over at uh, <laughs> what? the Musker... Mesker, Mesker Amphitheater across from the zoo in Evansville, Indiana. No, that's not him. That's no Ozzy I- Osbourne. <laughs> I have no idea what he said, but there are lyrics that you can find. And and so this guy, Joshua Radin, writes this song called No Envy and No Fear, which is something he picked up from a Bob Dylan um, quote. And uh, I think there's power to that. Envy is just you wanting what someone else has, and fear uh, is uh, just a lie that you tell yourself. And I, I think we can do away with all of that. So the grass I, isn't greener. That's one. That's it. That kind of adds uh, to right. Okay. The grass isn't yeah. greener. Yeah, I like it. So uh, I'm sure we could both come up with a hundred things if we had time. But I just want to encourage people to be real and start writing down what your core driving principles values and beliefs are. And I don't mean beliefs like I believe in God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Like that's fine. That's good too. Have that. You've got to have your creed, right? But you want to also know what are the principles that drive me that if pressed will not break. Because there are, my friends, times when people and situations come to us and we have a decision to make. Will we or won't we? Will we do the deal where people might get hurt? Will we climb on the backs of the susceptible and vulnerable to gain success? Will we step out on our loving, faithful relationships? Will we or will we not? And we have to be principled. We have to know what our moral compass is directing us toward. We have to stay true to that. And if we don't know what our principles are, then we can't stay true. It's really important that we figure out what are our core driving values and beliefs. Find them. Stand there. Don't move. That's all. That's it. Be principled or die trying. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gents. You are loved far more than you'll know. From Nathan, from Jonathan, thanks for listening. This is You'll Die Trying.